Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest is an award-winning filmmaker. She was born and raised in Georgetown, Massachusetts, where she first began her exploration into acting, which led her to relocate to Los Angeles. Now, she was just 19 years old when she decided to make this move. And after a year, she became homeless and lived out of her car for a year while pursuing acting. For 10 years after that, she struggled to pursue a career as an actress while working in nightclubs. And after those 10 years, she surrendered her life to Jesus and moved to New Mexico, believing her career was over. But it was at this point where she felt God calling her to make faith films. And she's been doing that ever since. Today on Connections, she's going to share her personal journey. She's also going to share with us about her most recent film, Switched. She'll also share with us how faith has helped her along the way. We're joined today by Alexandra Boylan. She is an award-winning filmmaker. She's also the co-founder of Mustard Seed Entertainment and Mirror Tree Productions. You have quite the amazing journey into the entertainment industry, and we want to start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about what originally drew you into entertainment and movies and acting and producing. Yeah, so I just always loved performing. I I caught the bug really young in my high school plays and in church at my father's church. My father's a minister in Massachusetts. um, And my parents really um, nurtured that, that the love of arts in me and was like, go for it. And at 14, I started auditioning in Boston And I just knew that it was what I wanted to do with my life. And then at 19 years old, I packed up my Toyota Corolla and I moved out West all by myself, (laughs) a little whippersnapper. And um, I was like, I'm going to be a movie star. (laughs) And then I spent about 10 years um, really pounding the pavement in Hollywood. Um, it was tough. It's a, it's a, it's a tough town. I became homeless when I was 20 and I lived in my car for about a month. And, um, my parents were so wonderful because they really wanted to support me, but they were like, maybe this is a sign you're supposed to come home. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm not giving up. (laughs) So I, I persevered. And then I spent the next 10 years really kind of Um, trying and failing and it was tough. And then in 2009, I was 29 years old and I was like, oh my gosh, if I don't do something different with my life, I'm going to be 40, 50, 60, still doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. So then I um, packed my bags yet again and I moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico and it was the best thing I've ever done for my life. I resurrendered my life to the Lord and said, okay, God, my will for my life is not going well. <laughs> so you take over and you tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I uh, met all these incredible independent filmmakers. And I was like, instead of waiting for someone to choose me, I'm going to choose myself. And I'm going to start writing movies and making movies And actually, that's how I got into producing was just because I wanted to give myself the starring role as an actor. (laughs) 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 And then I fell in love with creating and writing and producing. And and when God called me to make faith-based films, I decided that it was time. And in about 2013, I looked at the landscape of faith-based and didn't really see myself represented as a woman. And I was like, okay, God. I'll do this and I'll, I'll make female driven faith-based films. And God has really blessed my life ever since I started going with his will instead of my own. 
So you mentioned when you looked to the past, you said I kept failing. Do you view it as failures or were they like, maybe your, your plans didn't happen, but you learned a lot along the way to prepare you for today? Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I shouldn't even say that. It's just when I look back to that time period in my life, um, I feel like that, but then I also go, oh, no, 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 no. God was just preparing my heart. Everyone I met Uh, in LA those 10 years, when I moved back to New Mexico, from New Mexico to Los Angeles, all those relationships I was building with people that didn't turn out for acting ended up working out for my film career. So nothing is a failure. Nothing is a failure. Everything is a stepping stone and a learning process. So I didn't fail. It actually just led me to something better. And if I hadn't spent those 10 years building the relationships in Los Angeles, then I wouldn't have the film career I have now either. So you're right. Thank you. Good correction. <laughs> with those with those 10 years as well, it was a rough, it was a rough patch, but as I said, those were steps that helped you along the way. What kept you going um, throughout that time? Well, I really loved acting and I, I think I was just so afraid to give up and regret it. Like I was like, well, I'd rather try and not do this than not try at all and not do it. You know what I mean? Like I, and I was very hopeful because When you're pursuing something, you always think maybe around the corner, tomorrow will be the day I'll book something tomorrow. And I was, I was just very, I I, I persevere. And um, I think my love for the film industry, my love for living in California, I didn't want to go home to Massachusetts. Um, Probably a little bit of that, you know, I don't want to go home with my tail between my legs either. I was like, no, I I don't want to give up because it, it takes, they always say it takes 10 years for an overnight success. So I stayed, I, I didn't want to give up. <laughs> so when you did surrender to the Lord and the Lord was like, Hey, I want you to do this. Um, and then you felt this calling to make faith films. Um, and you said you only want to make faith films. What was that like for you? And, and how have you pursued that? Yeah, so actually my first feature was a thriller and we sold it and my sales agent at the time, we were talking about doing another horror movie and my sales agent said to me, well, I think that you shouldn't do any more thrillers. You know what you should make is faith-based family movies. And I literally can't even tell you guys, like I feel like God like struck the table and was like, I'm calling you to do this. And I was like, wait, what? No, 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 no. (laughs) I've been working in the film industry for at the time, like, 14 years. It was not the trajectory I was on. But then I went home and I was like, you know what? If this is what God wants, I have to follow it. And my sales agent said, you know, if you, if you make the movie, I'll get the funding, which is every filmmaker's dream. Someone else will get the money and I'll make the movie. Yeah. But the budget was so small that I couldn't keep my Los Angeles apartment and make the movie. So I literally put everything I owned in storage And I lived on the road for a full year on friends' couches, families' couches to make Catching Faith. Like, I literally did what the Bible tells us to do. Give it all up and follow God. And there were definitely times during that year where I was like, God, I really hope this is what you want me to do because I don't have a home or an address. And then to watch what God has done with Catching Faith and to see it go all over the world. And I went to Cuba on a movie tour And I stood up in Cuba in these churches and told my story that I had given up my home. And I was like, that apartment, it seems so small compared to what God was going to do with that little tiny sacrifice. So when I've seen what God did with a $75,000 movie that was made with like a lot of love and not a lot of money, 
I was like, okay, I'm in this to win this with God because he's got plans and I just have to keep going and doing what he needs me to do. Was your company already called Mustard Seed or did you name it that after that? Because like, how fitting is that? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Well, we actually made Catching Faith with no production company name. We just made it with me. And then when we were in post-production doing the edits, we were like, oh yeah, we need like a name for this (laughs) company. And then that is what we were like with a little grain of mustard seed, God can grow a mountain. So we, we were, uh, and we, he did that with that film. So yes, that was inspired by starting with nothing, but letting God do the rest. It had a great run. um, And you made a second film too for Catching Faith, right? Yes, we the distribution requested the distribution company requested a sequel, which is just another testament to, you know, what is impossible for us is possible for God. You know, he's the best marketer in the world. He'll just get it out there, even if we didn't have the marketing company behind us. We have God. So, yeah, we did a sequel. It was so exciting. Now your latest project switched uh, is what we want to chat a bit about. Tell us about switched and where the idea for that came from. Yes. Thank you. I love Switched. Um, Switched is about two girls in high school. One is the bully and one's the girl that she bullies. And the girl that she bullies prays that the other girl would know what it's like to walk a day in her shoes. And they wake up switched and they find, they come to find love and empathy and compassion for one another. And the, the main kind of idea came from when I was a kid growing up in Massachusetts, I was in a very affluent town But because my father was a minister, I had to go to the basement of the church and kind of pick through used clothes um, and hand-me-downs. And I would go to school, and I I was really bullied bad. I had a really rough um, group of girls in my class growing up that was just really catty and bullied me. And my parents would be like, just turn the other cheek, and then they'd just bully me more. And so that kind of stemmed a conversation of how can we – uh, talk about bullying, but do it in a fun way, like Mean Girls Meets Freaky Friday, especially with cyberbullying being such a big thing right now. And and how can we spread the message of like, we have no idea what someone's going through until we walk a day in their shoes. And one of my dreams, you know, growing up, I had Amy Grant. She was like my Madonna, like all the kids were <laughs> listening to Madonna, but I didn't feel like I left was left out because I had Amy Grant. She was my rock star. And I felt like I look, I don't see a lot of like faith-based films that are really speaking to the youth in a mainstream fun way that makes them want to show to the slumber party. And I was like, let's fill that void. Let's talk to kids, but do it in the Freaky Friday meets Mean Girls for Christian girls kind of way. I love and, it. Yeah. It's had good reviews too. Like one of the ones I remember seeing is... Uh... Something like switched the faith-based film is as funny or better than Freaky Friday or something like that, right? And so great reviews. <laughs> yeah, we even won the Pluggy Award, plugged in for um, Audience Choice for Best Christian Film this year. The reviews have been amazing. We get messages from kids and parents. Like my favorite is when someone tells me that they had a big slumber party to show the movie or someone just said they're they're, they're doing a huge Girl Scout event and they're going to show it to all the Girl Scouts and it's just, it's so clean, but, and, but with a powerful message, it's funny, clean, packs a punch of like, love your neighbor as yourself. Um, but it's also like the clothes are cool. Like we wanted it to be hip and cool. We wanted to make God cool to young people. <laughs> I was just going to say it was very cool. I haven't had a chance to watch the whole thing, but I've had a chance to watch a few trailers and a few clips from it. And 
I'm in my thirties, but I still was like, Oh, this looks like I would enjoy this. And it looks like something that my daughter would probably enjoy as well. And what I also loved was the cast that you had in this uh, film as well. Tell us about that. Yes, we had an incredible cast. We've got Denise Richards, John Schneider. We have uh, Vanessa Merrill, who's a big YouTube star. And uh, we worked with an incredible casting directors here in LA. And I think what was so special about this movie is that when it went out to cast, people resonated with it. Everyone has a story of being bullied, both as a kid and now as adults, you know? And so Denise Richards signed on, on day one on set, she came up and hugged me and said, thank you for writing this script. This is what I want my daughters to watch. And I'm same with John Schneider. He was like, I got bullied so much. And I don't think we're really addressing bullying in a way that kids can watch it. You know, if it's too dark, that's kind of depressing. We wanted to make it fun, but really show like, find out why is the bully a bully? Um, what is it like if you had to go and take the pain of the person that you caused that and walk in their shoes and all the cast, they just were in it to win it with us. They, they believed in this message. Plus, you know, in, in, I think in Los Angeles or in, in Hollywood or in the film industry, a lot of people don't get clean content for their actors that's clean, but also relevant, fun, and awesome. And we were getting calls from agents of like actors coming off Disney shows going, oh my gosh, like I want to get my actor onto this because we're not getting stuff like this coming through the pipeline. So it was exciting to cast it because everybody was really passionate about telling the story. It uh, initially released in the fall of 2020, right? But coming to Pure Flix, uh, just came to Pure Flix a couple months ago too. Uh, yeah, what's the reaction been like that you've been getting from people? Yes, it's exclusively streaming on Pure Flix. And um, we get so many messages. I know it hit number one on the platform. I know for them it's really exciting because it's bringing a little bit of the Disney crowd into Pure Flix. Um, because it is so mainstream, but for Christians. And um, it's just really exciting to hear people connect. Like a woman wrote to me the other day, saw it on Pure Flix, and said it started a conversation with her and her daughters that they had never really had before. And, and she goes, thank you for it. Like the best thing is when someone says, thank you for making something that opened up a conversation that could actually like change our life, change our family, change the way our, our children uh, consider what they do before they do it. Like before we put mean posts on social media, think about the other person on the other side, it, the ripple effect could, you would never even know the ripple effect of the danger that could have, but one kind comment could change someone's life for the good. Now, if I understand correctly, you've taken your uh, story about finding success after years of struggle and you've actually have a book out as well, right? I do. Yes, I have a book on Amazon called Create Your Own Career in Hollywood. And, you know, the reason I wrote it was because I, well, I used to write for a, a Ms. in the Biz for about six years. I was a contributing writer for inspiring women to get behind the camera and tell stories. And, um, and you know, because I made my movie, my movie career from scratch, like I didn't come from any, I didn't have family in the business. I literally like sticks and rocks was putting movies together. And I would get some people asking me, how did you make your career? How did you do this? How, how do I do this? So I wrote a book and, and published it to help other people in their journey so they can make their own movies and, you know, all the things that we made mistakes, maybe help someone not make the same mistakes. So it's, it's a great um, tool for people to want to create their own 
career in Hollywood or New York or anywhere because now Hollywood's in Atlanta and New Mexico. It's yeah. not really just LA anymore. <laughs> How important is it to shine a light on women in the film industry? For It's so important. For me, I feel like especially in faith-based, because if you see, you know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of times they do star the man. And um, I just thought it would be so important to see the woman's perspective, especially since the majority of the buyers of these movies are women. And I'd have meetings earlier on where people weren't really interested in a female lead in a faith-based. And I was like, but because they were like, well, the women want to watch it anyway. So make it for the men. So the guys will sit in the seats. And I was like, but but if the one who wants to watch it is the woman, why don't we tell her story so they can relate? And I think that's really why Catching Faith took off so much was because it's from the female, the mother's perspective. And, and the women were like, oh my gosh, it's like it has a football cover, but don't be deceived. It is all about the mom. And so many women were like, oh my gosh, this is my story. Thank you for telling my story. And so um, I think it's really important Um and I love as a writer and a producer, I love getting to be behind the camera because I think just having women on both sides of the camera, part of the process and making sure that that because uh, John Katie Graham has written with us along with my sister, Andrea, we all write the scripts, but it's a great synergy to have a, both a man and a woman at the table to be able to I could never speak for a man like John can and John can't speak for a woman like I can. So it's nice to have both people there saying, well, this is how a girl thinks and this is how a guy thinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what's next for you? What's next for Mustard Seed? Any projects in the, on the go already again? Yes. So by the grace of God, because everything we do is stepping out in crazy faith and just <laughs> hoping that God will provide. We shot a movie in Georgia during July of 2020. We were one of the first indie movies to go during the coronavirus, and we prayed about it. We we performed 342 COVID-19 tests on our set, not a wow. single positive test. God, like, put a bubble around of protection around our set, and we made a beautiful movie called The Greatest Inheritance. It stars Mina Suvari and Jaleel White. You know, if you guys know Urkel from yeah. Family Matters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and um, and it ha- and, and um, Jeff Schroeder, who won Big Brother and now is the host of Daily Blast Live. So it has a great cast, beautiful message. That will be out. We're so close to finishing it. So hopefully it'll be out this year. And then we are in pre-production on another teen girl movie called Identity Crisis about a shy science whiz in college who clones herself in order to create the perfect identity only to discover that God already created her the perfect version of herself. Nice. Love it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing next. Many more. You're busy. Wow. <laughs> For people who want to learn more about you and all of the projects that you just spoke about, how can they go about doing that? Yes, please visit mustardseedent.com. Uh, it has all of our films, links to Catching Faith 1 and 2, Wish for Christmas and Switched. And um, also, they can, you can follow me on Instagram, Alexandra Boylan. I always write everybody back. And uh, we also have Switched Movie on Instagram as well, if you want to follow along with our journey of that movie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.